the Water Boys Sports Show. I'm one of the hosts, Frankie. The guy over there is Kyle. Uh, as you can tell, maybe my voice is a little. I was a little little under the weather this week, Kyle. How's your week? Uh, so for me, as an accountant doing year end close, it was the busiest uh, Thursday and Friday were the busiest 48, 48 hours of the year. Mm-hmm. And it happened to fall on my anniversary, which is yesterday. So that was nice. great. Very nice. stressful. Couldn't couldn't stop thinking about work at, at dinner and, and everything. So mm-hmm. it was uh, I was glad to get through that. What y'all do for your anniversary? <laughs> We just we just went out to dinner and then you know ended it on a, a little movie at home. Well, nothing too crazy. Ooh. We were both uh, we we're both exhausted from work, so a little Disney Plus and thrust Netflix and chill. <laughs> you could say that a little peacock and cock. But uh... <laughs> speaking of peacock, we got a lot to talk about about peacock later. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, man, yeah, like I said, I was under the weather. Uh, still, just feeling a little congested, but. Uh, the last four days or so of just browsing YouTube for an endless amount of time got me, got me thinking, got me wondering about you know a bunch of stuff. I went down a ton of rabbit holes. I discovered the world of like reselling like vintage video games, which is kind of cool. Just that um, that sickness, uh, that 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 sickness clarity. Yeah, that sickness clarity, and I meant, like combined with all the medicine I was taking, and you know, like the obligatory obligatory thing to do like especially since like you don't know you know middle school like you know sleepovers and whatnot like you'd always leave on like sports center you know you'd leave on sports center the whole like on espn the whole time like when you're sick like you just get the 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 most clear grip on your mortality (laughs) yeah and while doing that um you know i was watching sports center and espn and whatnot and Saw everything about like Bill Belichick and Nick Saban and all that. And then I, it got me thinking like, you watch these like sports talk shows, and some of these guys have like the most outlandish takes and opinions. And it just like, I couldn't watch it. I had to change the channel. Um, that's just my opinion. But I don't know if it's always been like that or if it's just recently been like that. Um, I don't know. Has that been in your experience? It makes me wonder like, what is the future of this? You know, what, like, what, like, I don't want to be another one of those shows that just says like outlandish crap, you know? Yeah, I know. I feel like the whole thing about like click, uh, clip ability yeah. and like ha- being able to just give like a, a sound bite that people will just like either love you or hate you for mostly hate you. It's kind of yeah. stupid. Like, I feel like I don't want to talk just, just to get a clip out of it. And then people can like flame me on Twitter and stuff. Yeah. And part of it is like on, you know, you can't even respond to them. It's like they're just forcing their opinions down your throat and you're just like sitting there like, okay, I guess I'll just change the channel now. Um, Which is why we do this stuff on YouTube, which is pretty cool. Like, obviously there's a chat, you know, we want to definitely, once this community starts getting bigger and bigger, I want to hear opinions from, from the people in Buffalo. And I want to hear the voice from the people in Cleveland and whatnot, you know? We've yeah, anybody who's listening, feel free to type in chat as well. Like any questions or any any takes you have, because we'll 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 respond to them for sure. Yeah. Anyway, I just got me thinking. Um, other than that, man, yeah, uh, didn't do much. Watched a lot of movies and um, had a good time. I will say the other thing too. So st- a little bit of story time for our listeners before we get into the sports talk. 
Um, I like obviously Kyle and I both have jobs. Um, he's an accountant, as he's said multiple times. I'm an engineer, and we both work like pretty much remotely. Um, but I I applied for a, like an internal position, like promotion in within my company that these people told me to apply for. And uh, anyway, I went through like three interviews for this thing. It would have like I would have done great. It would have moved me up like three tiers worth of positions. Um, anyway, went through all these interviews. It was just, like was around like the holidays and Christmas time. So I was like stressing out about it. Uh, anyway, went through all these things just to find out they pretty much already had somebody like picked out. Um, I made it through like 15 out of the candidates or something, uh, which was pretty cool. But it was super shitty feeling after I didn't get it and then like learning why I didn't get it and just kind of hearing the the reasonings behind that, which some people may, you know, I like it was complete BS in my yeah. opinion. But. I mean, I mean, the insane thing about it is that you know that they already like give you the runaround when you apply for like jobs exactly. like to different companies, but you yeah. never really think about the fact that okay, if you apply to an internal job at your company, they could do the same thing to you, even though you exactly. already worked there. I already worked it's, there. It's it's messed up. So that was in like around the holidays and, you know, with all the, like, the time off you get for holidays and whatnot. And then I, I got sick and I took a few days off and I was like, man, I've been on PTO for a little while, or like sick days now. And it like, without working for that long, it makes you really like question. It's like, what, like, why am I doing that? And then I was like, damn, you know, stumbled upon some youtube videos where like these guys were just out golfing right and they're like making a living playing golf which is like sick and i was like like i've never been jealous of a like not jealous but like damn like i see a youtuber and it's like that's what i want to do i wish i could be a youtuber i never really felt like that envious, until i envious. envious until i saw those golfer youtubers and i was like man that is what i want to do for the rest of my life just be a golf youtuber slash sports show host so maybe maybe some golf content will come out this is just a long parlay into hopefully getting our people to uh, get Kyle into playing golf with me. I mean, so, nobody like, wants to see that. Like, I, I they don't want to see me hit the ball backwards, basically. You can dress up in a skimpy little top and, you know, be my cart girl. Yeah, little, I mean, I'll just be I'll just be slugging down rum and cokes in the golf <laughs> cart. You know? It's about getting drinks for the guys playing golf. I'll always I'll always tee off. And then mm -hmm. it just doesn't, it just doesn't, after I, after I hit the first hit, like after that, I'm just, I'm just done. I don't really care about where the ball goes. I'm not going to hit it anymore. <laughs> Maybe that's the problem is that you, you need to care where the ball goes. My, my now, dad made me take golf lessons with this, uh, with one of the golf pros in, uh, in, in the Virgin Islands, uh, no, at, where he golfs and, and I just hated it because it was always on a Saturday or Sunday morning after <laughs> I was like viciously hung over and that sounds I, like user I, error that's your fault <laughs> well you know what i love the game of golf and what i will say is a little story time uh i went i played and this is what you can do drive a little golf cart around i actually played golf at this one tournament and we had a golf cart like in the tournament that was following us around with a keg and it was the coolest thing ever but it's like one of those things that works out on paper, but doesn't necessarily pan out in real life. Like it's a great idea on paper, you know, but in real life, it's like, ah, I didn't think of that. And one of that was like, when you drive around with a golf cart with a keg on the back, it's like super bumpy. 
extremely bumpy. So for about 12 holes of golf, we were just drinking foam. <laughs> but um, yeah, and it was like, can I have some beer with my foam, please? But, you know, you drink enough foam, it'll, it'll get the job done. And then the last five or six holes, you know, you enjoy it, have a good time. But anyway, maybe golf streams will be in our future one day, hopefully. So we can both retire and we can get Kyle out of his accounting job. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sure you enjoy it. I'm sure it's cool. Yeah. Well, with that, eh, with that being said, um, we have a big slate of football games today, and so much football. So much football. First, we got to talk about the the coaching changes though going on. Belichick obviously gone, mm. end of an era in New England, replaced by Gerard Mayo, which was an interesting signing because, uh, well. He was previously uh, a Patriots linebacker play in his playing career mm-hmm. for the past three or no, for the past four years, he has been the linebackers coach for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, Patriots have a decent defense. Uh, so I guess they're, they're keeping with the defensive oriented uh, era moving forward. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, I don't know. What do you think about this? I I'm surprised. Okay. What surprised me was like how quickly they turned around and hired somebody. It was the next True. day, very True. next day. True. And you would have thought that maybe they would have like interviewed, I don't know, Mike Vrabel or like. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's one of these legacy franchises. And, you know, yeah. it's it's weird because because they were just so quick to to hire the next guy. Um, you know, not I don't I don't have an opinion on this, but I feel like Boston fans will have it. <laughs> will have the opinion about. I mean, the fact that he's African-American. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, honestly, I, I don't know. Does, does that even, like, how does that even, like, do they care about that in New England? I don't know. I mean, Boston fans have a have a historical, uh, you know, trend of being, you know, being known as racist. Whether or not mm. that's true, you know, is is up to uh, up to the fans out there. But, yeah. you know, I found that I found that funny when I read it on Twitter. But <laughs> that was on Twitter. Yeah, um, I believe that was on Twitter. I don't think that's going to be an issue with that fan base. I hope not. But uh, like the thing, like I said, the thing is, it wasn't anything to do with that. It was like how quickly they uh, they hired somebody. Um, and it was an internal hire. So you have to have thought that. I mean, this has been a thing for a little while, probably that people have known about it, or at least, you know, Mayo probably knew about it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Is Belichick's son still going to be, what was he, the offensive coordinator now over there? I honestly don't even know, but. I wonder what's going to happen with that. Oh, wait, it's right here. Recommended on Google. Steven Belichick. Yeah. Uh, he's, the he's the outside linebackers coach for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um and I'm I'm assuming he's uh he's staying. It says he might be on the chopping block, but you know, we'll see. I think the the biggest problem was the offense. You know, if I'm Robert Kraft, don't you just like I mean that offense was abysmal. Don't you just get rid of everybody and just start over? Maybe. Start I don't know. But Robert Kraft, he's he's to the point where he's gotta have like the mental acuity of like a Biden at the very least. A raisin. A He's, yeah, basically. Um, I recently heard a story from my friend who's a uh, big Boston sports fan. And he, mm-hmm. he basically told me that apparently did not know this, but apparently Robert Kraft got off scot free from a, uh, from At like Sean Watson incident. Yeah. Basically like a, like sexual assault charge or 
something along the lines of that because he was apparently getting happy ending massages at an Asian spa in Florida, but they used to get the evidence, like apparently an illegal wiretap the FBI did. So he got off. Um, and apparently he's also best friends with rapper Meek Mill. So that's weird. Interesting. He's an interesting guy. Uh, you know, it's he's, it's going to be interesting how they address the quarterback situation if they do it all in the draft. Mm. And in my uh, days and confusedness of like being sick and constantly like waking up and sleeping and all that, I woke up when they were doing the press conference with Robert Kraft and Bill Belichick. Uh, to this day, I don't know if it's real or not. Again, I was sick and a lot of medicine, but I woke up and I saw that um, he seemed like a pretty cool guy, Robert Kraft, when I saw him talk. Uh, he seemed really calculated with everything he said. And they had a lot, he had a lot of respect for Bill Belichick and, you know, vice versa. I think this is the interesting thing. Um, we can move on after this, but now that Bill Belichick is available, if you're like, I don't know, 20 or 25 teams maybe in the NFL, like an owner, all those guys are probably thinking, man, I have like a good team or maybe a good quarterback of the future, but I don't know if my coach can get it done. Do I want to, you know, and I think there's maybe is 20 he, is he not retiring? No, I think he's going to keep coaching. That's what it sounded like. Oh, damn. That's wild. Yeah. So all of a sudden, I think all these guys in the league, all these coaches are all of a sudden on the chopping block. Potentially you got to think like, man, Bill Belichick is available. This is like a once in a, once in a lifetime opportunity as a franchise. Yeah. I mean, that segues into the other uh, coaching change, major coaching change in the NFL. Pete Carroll left uh, the Seahawks Mm -hmm. or got fired from the Seahawks. So maybe that's a different team. They're, they're a pretty defensive oriented team. So could use his expertise. Um, Of course. (coughs) Whoa. I got you sick to the microphone. Probably. Um, Alabama. Saban is gone. Kalen mm-hmm. DeBoer from Washington is replacing him. Very interesting uh, coach coming from the Pac-12, which is a uh, you know kind of. I don't of know how I felt lesser, about that hire. Lesser tiered G5 uh, conference, and like I don't know how I feel about that hire, but it's good for him because obviously he took the golden opportunity where he could yeah. get it after an amazing season from Washington. Yeah, they likely him. won't replicate that. They likely weren't going to replicate that, you know, for the next 10, 20 years. So no, I, I mean, it was, I think, uh, so from the Nick Saban side of things, uh, I think that was probably the best case scenario. I mean, if you're an Alabama fan, you're probably like punching a punch in the air right now. Just, yeah. But I mean, Nick Saban went on top. You didn't want it to be again, like just like a Bill Belichick thing. You go out like what three and I don't know, 14 or whatever their record mm-hmm. was. Yeah. Uh, he went out pretty much on top. He made it to the yeah. CFP. That's, I mean, he's 72. It, the, yeah. I, the guy's been there for like 17 years, you know? Yeah. It's, time, I, it's, it's very much kind of like Coach K from, from Duke. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Kalen DeBoer, kind of weird hire. People were expecting like, and that was a fast one too. Like very weird how fast that was. Uh, it was. And people were expecting kind of like Dan Lanning or they were expecting mm-hmm. uh uh what's his name kiffin um lane kiffin from Ole miss yeah yeah i uh i mean like when you started started seeing the coaching carousel i was like dude this is shaping up to potentially be like it's gonna get juicy you know pete carroll got 
um, I guess fired, let go, parted ways like the same day Nick Saban or like the the day before or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all and I was like, like whoa, Pete Carroll at Alabama. Not that like that was gonna happen, but yeah. it you know makes you wonder like. Alabama probably could have gotten an NFL coach if if there was an NFL coach that wanted to yeah. try their hand at college football. And maybe I mean, you know, maybe you know Harbaugh is on the way of moving up after yeah. a good season too. Yeah, I kind of like seeing coaches go from the NFL to college football. It it makes it exciting. Yeah. I mean, also Nick Saban was a coach for one year in Miami before he was a coach at Alabama, so it's not unheard of. But yeah. I'm not saying that would have happened that like Pete Carroll or Mike Vrabel or somebody like obviously those guys are probably going to stay in the NFL, but it's just yeah. cool to think about potentially, you know, with all these coaches, coaches yeah. being available. Yeah. And I then we, about Kalen, but. we obviously have the big slate uh, today for wild card weekend and tomorrow. So today's games, uh, the first one starts at 4 30 PM. The bills and Steelers game got moved to Monday um, for weather-related purposes, according to the New York governor, um, mm-hmm. they moved it to Monday at 4.30 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, today at 4.30 Eastern time, though, we have the Browns and Texans. We have the Dolphins and Chiefs um, and the Bills and Steelers on Monday. And then tomorrow we have the Packers and Cowboys and the Rams and Lions as well at 8 p.m. tomorrow. So uh, we can do some analysis here, but I kind of want to save our picks for um, – I want to mm-hmm. predict the entire NFL playoff bracket today. Mm-hmm. Uh, make a water boys bracket. Um, mm-hmm. So some analysis, obviously games to watch. We have old man Joe Flacco mm-hmm. versus the young red hot CJ Stroud and and company. Um, you know, anything of note for this game that you kind of want to highlight? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if this is right. I've never would have thought about this, but. Apparently the Browns, so the Browns are technically rated the number one defense, um, regardless if that's, you know, if they are the number one in every metric or not, they still have a really solid defense. I think that's going to be something to look out for uh, with CJ Stroud going up against them. It's going to, CJ Stroud doesn't, he doesn't have the experience of being in the playoffs unlike Joe Flacco does, and, but I don't think that's going to bother him at all. No, I, I don't no. think CJ Stroud is going to miss a step. Yeah, I, I agree. But I think the Browns, I think where the difference will be is just in the general talent of the Browns, perhaps. So, I mean, the Browns are, what, they finished 11-6. and six. The Texans mm-hmm. aren't used to being in the playoffs. This is this is a big win for their team just making it to the playoffs. You know, mm-hmm. I think they're, the whole fan base is happy just getting here. Uh, yeah. I see the Browns pulling this one out, but Interesting. Interesting. I wouldn't be surprised. It's only, what, a one and a half? Texans are only one and a half point dogs. So mm-hmm. I could see this going either way, but if I had to put my money on it, I'd probably go with the Browns. Just save your picks, save your picks, save your picks. All right. Um, obviously the big one, Dolphins and Chiefs, apparently being mm-hmm. exclusively streamed on Peacock. Yeah. First time that's ever happened for an NFL playoff game. Uh, and this is the big one. Obviously it's going to rely on, a an air raid coming from the dolphins and the chiefs it's going to depend on whether or not you know they're they're going to be able to catch a ball out there mm-hmm. um, have options outside of travis kelsey um but that's going to be definitely the game of the weekend yeah. and uh other okay. than that we got cocked by the cox dude packers cowboys is going to be super exciting yeah it is well first before we go to that both games are on nbc it's worth noting but mm-hmm. only one of them NBC clearly could have put both of the games on NBC. 
mm-hmm. but they obviously wanted to put one solely on Peacock. Yeah, I mean, and... they own Peacock. That's yeah, I that's know. just weird why they wouldn't put it also on like the major broadcasting network. But I, I'm sure it's gonna, I'm sure it's gonna spike sales up. I mean, for you got subscriptions. You got the people who are gonna sign up for this and just like totally forget about it and never look at it again. I mean, like, how for many sure. streaming services do you freaking need now? It's insane. I have like all of them, dude. <laughs> They're coming out of my ears. Yeah. I actually started going through. I actually like just recently I started going through them and just like deleting all of them. It's like, what, what even is this? I don't, I don't get on Paramount. I don't watch Paramount. I wish I had the, the, like basically the actual, I wanted to make, I wish I wanted to make the effort to actually sit down and delete like whatever I didn't need. But I feel like I, I like to have the options. It's so annoying that Netflix is cracking down on like the sharing. Have you seen that? Oh my God. Yes. That's the worst thing ever. That is the worst thing ever. And then if you do want to unsubscribe from something, you got to find that tiny ass font in some random tab. And then you got to go confirm it somewhere. And then you got to tell them why you're leaving. And it's like, I just don't want your crappy service. Like I just want to go back to cable. I want to know that there's other people watching the same thing that I'm watching at the same time. It's yeah, I mean, at this like, point, cable will just like makes sense for everybody to just yeah. have because like streaming services came up to beat cable and then it's like there's too many. So you're basically paying for cable the price at the end of the day. And you're paying for cable on top of it. True, true. Like YouTube TV or something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, some exciting games that we have. Uh, and let's let's go ahead. I'll, I'll share my screen. We can mm-hmm. go ahead and do our Water Boys bracket. Let's do it. It's exciting. Yeah, the Chiefs. The Chiefs are. Uh, they were. I think they opened up at like seven point favorites, but it looks like they're sitting at four and a half, five point favorites right now, which is incredibly disrespectful to the Dolphins, especially with the way the Chiefs have been playing. I think all this matter, like this, all this depends on if Taylor Swift is in the audience or not. We all know this. I think we. I thought we debunked that already. No. I don't know. After having him, after having Kelsey in my fantasy football league, I'm I'm not sold. We saw what's happened with Jessica Simpson and Tony Romo. He lost every game she was at. For sure, it's a real thing. It's a real thing. Um, all right, so we can start off with the AFC right here. You said you said Browns. I I disagree, and I say Texans are going to pull that out, but. I don't. I don't necessarily have a huge stake in that game, so I'm. I'm. I'm okay with going Browns. I'm okay with that. Dude, when I said Jessica Simpson, it got me thinking of something I totally forgot. Uh, so I just. I. <laughs> you're thinking of, buddy. I nothing crazy. I just remember. Well, I didn't remember. I was somebody just told me. I think. I don't know. Somebody just told me. When I was in like my days and confused like week of being sick or whatever that. <laughs> Tony Romo made Jessica Simpson, I guess, sign like a prenup or something. But he put a cl- <laughs> he put a clause in there that if like she gained more than fifteen pounds or something, like it was an old like it like like they would, like he'd get a divorce or something. Ah, oh, the Zion Williamson clause. They okay. called it the Porker clause. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't That's know that crazy. was a thing, and I looked it up. It's a true. It's a true story. So That's when you wild. see him on CBS, I kind of like uh, him a little less for that. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea, dude. That is not the kind of guy that 
I thought he was. But... Yeah, no, not at all. Um, okay, anyway, go ahead. Chiefs and Dolphins. What are we thinking? I, me personally, mm. me personally, I don't think the Chiefs have it this year. I, of course, I know there's a situation in which Mahomes magic comes out because mm-hmm. it's the playoffs, because they're the Chiefs. But I am inclined to go Dolphins here, and what a what a tough matchup for them to pull first mm-hmm. round to. I don't know. What do you think? Um, again, it all depends if Taylor Swift is in the audience or not. I'm I'm a big proponent in that. Uh, but so the uh, man, the Dolphins have been crumbling. It turns out they were kind of fraudulent. Perhaps they were just a little bit fraudulent. That's fair. Uh, I think they only have one winning game this season. All right, one one game they've won this season against a winning team. I, believe I mean, if that's what you're basing your opinion off of, you're not going to like when we get to the Cowboys game. But okay, well, they have a couple, I think. But yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. I think their only win against the winning team is the Cowboys. I I think that, ch- and remember, weather's a big part of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they're playing at Kansas City, right? Ooh, so, okay. I, dude, I think it, it was supposed to feel like negative fifteen degrees or something. Well, listen, okay. The Dolphins had an injury carousel going on the last little bit of the year, just so they could get they ready for the playoffs. They lost Week 18. That doesn't really matter. Week 18, whatever. Um, and then they lost the Ravens before that, I believe, wasn't it? Um, which is considered probably the best team in the league so dude saturday night it's saying it's supposed to be negative 11 degrees you think anybody in miami is gonna dude tyree kill is gonna fall apart he's like his body's literally just gonna crumble like um that one scene in like <laughs> what was it wait know, no 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 dude, no no tyree kill played for the chiefs he's not he's dude okay that's that's a good point but when you spend a year in in uh, miami we saw what happened to tom brady that dude was that dude had a consistent tan you think you think if tom brady like left the patriots went to the bucks and then was like oh you know what just kidding i'm gonna go back to the patriots you think he would have been able to deal with that weather i don't know i'm just saying you're in you're in Florida weather for like a year. I don't think Tyreek Hill is going to be used to this old negative eleven degree weather, or um, or Tua, dude. I don't know. I'm just, going. I'm going, going. I'm going Chiefs. I'm going Chiefs, and I think weather is going to play a big part of this. All right, I would I think, disagree, but I think some of those okay. players are just going to like crumble. They're just going to weather okay. away. Okay. In the snow. Bills and Steelers. It' pretty simple, huh? Uh yeah, I w- I would go Bills here. Although Mason Rudolph would be cool to watch win, uh, but Bills have been clicking lately. Okay, NFC wild card, Eagles and Buccaneers. Mind you, big mm-hmm. news surrounding the Eagles right now. Apparently, I mean AJ Brown hasn't been practicing. He missed Friday practice, which is not a good sign. And then also, what happened was that he deleted all of his eagles related content on social media uh it seems like he's not gonna play that's what it seems yeah like. um i think he was just ruled out today uh that he's not gonna play uh, and apparently it's because of his knee i th- i think i think and my personal opinion on it is that i think that he, this will hurt them in the later rounds but i think against the buccaneers 
it's it's not something that is going to be be a deal breaker for that game because I think they just are are overall just a better team than the Buccaneers. I could I could see that, and I thought about that too. That maybe it wouldn't matter for this one game. However, Baker Mayfield is having probably the best season of his career, and you we know yeah. we know that the Eagles secondary is not. They haven't been playing well, like at all this season. I think the passing game will probably be big. Mike Evans is a monster. They're not going to be able to stop him. I mean, the Buccaneers, dude, with Baker. Dude, the Eagles have been falling apart, though. We know this. We know this. Baker Mayfield is having a great season. I'm going to put my money on the Buccaneers. I'm going to do it. And part of it, yeah, it's because I'm a Cowboys fan. I don't care. Sue me. But... What does that matter? Because <laughs> they're NFC East rivals. You just got to factor that in. I mean, you already know whoever comes out of this round is going to lose to the 49ers anyway. So, <laughs> Okay, well then, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be Baker Mayfield losing that. All right, be boring. Pick the higher seed. Um, I, I know. they're gonna. I mean, do you really think the Eagles are going to bounce back with all? It's not just A.J. Brown's knee. Is I think there they'll is be fine against the goddamn Buccaneers, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they definitely could be. The Buccaneers aren't like anything to write home about. But uh, AJ Brown, that's trouble in the locker room. I think more than more than being injured. Yeah, he's probably injured, but you just go delete everything off your social media. All you right, don't show up to practice two days in a row. All right, Lions yeah. and Rams. Lions yeah, and Rams. Lions and Rams. This is going to be one to watch simply because of Matthew Stafford. Uh, so this was interesting. Matthew Stafford like, and his wife are extremely nice, great people. And obviously, he was the Lions quarterback for forever. And uh, they got rid of him. He went to the Rams, whatever. Apparently, there's a ban on Matthew Stafford jerseys at this Detroit game. And his wife came out and said, like, oh, no, that sucks. Um, well, we have a lot of respect for Detroit and we appreciated our time there. Uh, basically I want to hope that everybody has a great game and, uh, you know, injury free and they took the high road and that's something you gotta, not a good look for the lions. I think Matthew Stafford's going to go in there and rip their heart out as he should. I'm picking the Rams. Picking the Rams. Yep. I'm okay with that. I think Jared Goff is, he's not it. Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Cowboys and Packers. I know where you want to go here, and I'm okay with the two. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's where I want to go. That's where my mind wants to take me, but my heart. I mean, dude, I'm. I wouldn't be surprised. Would we? Would any of us be surprised if the Packers knock out the Cowboys here? No, but as a betting man, I'll take the Cowboys. Sure, as a betting man, as a Cowboys fan, I want the Cowboys to win. However. Jordan Love has been playing great, and we know that the Packers have just been like an Achilles heel for the Cowboys. And unfortunately, I would not be surprised if the Packers win this game in an upset. But I'm really hoping the Cowboys have learned from their mistakes. This extremely high pressure. I hope they can perform in a high-pressure game, which they haven't been known to do. Sure. All right. We have our divisional round set for the water boys bracket um ravens and browns now mind you okay isaiah likely has been playing great at the tight end position as a go-to option for lamar jackson however 
They obviously have the bye, so they don't play until next week. Mark Andrews has been reactivated from injury, injured reserve, so they're going to have a two-headed monster out there at tight end on top of their already great receiving core. I would pick the Ravens here. I think they're the best team in the league. Do you disagree? No, I don't. But um, if we're writing if we're writing a movie about this season, wouldn't it be insane to see Joe Flacco, who played for the Ravens for 10 years, to go into Baltimore? Would be great. Indiana Jones, Temple of Doom style, reach into their hearts, into Lamar Jackson's heart, and just rip it out. It would be great, but I don't see it in the cards. I don't either. So. But again, if we're writing the script, if the NFL is writing the script, um, oh, God, dude, that'd be insane. Old man Joe coming off the couch back to his old stomping grounds. But no, Lamar Jackson's insane. I think the Ra- – dude, the, they diced up the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. I don't think we were expecting that. Or oh, and, yeah. and the 49ers, right? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're like untouchable right now, it seems like. They're yeah, going to have a major – just collapse, just complete collapse. But I don't see it happening. Absolutely. And Bill's Chiefs. Now here is what my thought process is. Mm-hmm. I want to hear this. Let me know if you follow. So obviously big divisional round game. Mm-hmm. I would assume mm-hmm. Taylor Swift will be in the audience. That's mm-hmm. uh, that's gonna exhibit be a, a. Exhibit be a B. Exhibit B is that in their last head-to-head matchup, obviously the overwhelming opinion is that Chiefs uh, deserved to win that game if it hadn't been for Kadarius Tony's blunder, as he usually <laughs> does. I uh, think Mahomes' magic plus Taylor Swift plus they deserve to win the last head-to-head matchup makes for a Chiefs win here. What do you think? Um, this is going to be a slugfest. I think this is, you know, wherever they play, it's going to be like Arctic vortex weather. Cold. It's going to be just yeah. like uh, I make I'm. Of all the games in the playoffs, this could be the one I am most excited for. Because when you think like NFL playoff time, you think snow, you think just mm. hard nose grit running and the history, the ball. history of these history. two teams going up against each other in recent oh, years. God, dude. This, this game would be sick, and I think uh, they they're pl- they would be playing in Buffalo, right? So, uh, um, yeah. that's a tough place to play at. The cheat, oh, dude. Two crazed fan bases. Um, who'd you pick? Did you pick the? I picked Bills? the Chiefs win. The Chiefs because of Taylor Swift plus Mahomes magic plus they should have won the last head to head matchup. I'll pick the Chiefs here. At some point, you got to expect Mahomes to start the Mahomes lock magic. That it makes for an exciting AFC championship. I don't know if it's a lock. Come. I don't know if it's a lock, but it's instead of like a lock, it's more like you know. Let me put a little zip tie around it. Yeah. You know, that's as far as I would lock it. Um, okay. Now on the NFC side divisional round, we have the 49ers and the Rams. Is this even a question? Come on now. Come on. Dude, if uh, I'm obviously not, no. If we're just going off paper, no. Obviously, like the 49ers should win this game. But if every team won the if every team that was favored to win, there would be no Vegas sports. Obviously, betting, obviously, you yeah. know. So it's going to take a big collapse from one of these top-heavy teams, the 49ers or Ravens, to make it interesting. I don't see it happening, but you never know. Uh, Cowboys and Buccaneers. I feel like taking the Cowboys. The Cowboys would win here. That's yep. that's just me. But they sent the Buccaneers home last last playoff season. They'll do it again here. They made Tom Brady retire, basically. 
uh, they'll do it again here. Out in the AFC for the championship round, we have the Ravens and the Chiefs as our water boys championship God, round for the AFC. What an awesome playoffs. I wish we could make the script. Hey, NFL, let us write the script. This would be awesome. This would be sick if we see Ravens Chiefs, right? Absolutely. Um, Even that would be, the, would be great too. That would be probably the most exciting matchup uh, for you know the league mm-hmm. in that round. I think the Ravens are untouchable, uh, as you said, and I mm-hmm. I would just I would have to give go, it to the Ravens. I would have to give it to the Ravens. Don't think about it. Lamar too gets his first Super Bowl. Is is just my my opinion on that mm-hmm. uh but cowboys and 49ers let me open it up here i would expect to see obviously the cowboys there's a very high chance that they could just be the cowboys as no usual. i disagree but, here but but what monkey let's hear it but i would definitely picture a brock purdy collapse on this uh on on this game here I could too. I wouldn't picture necessarily a Brock Purdy collapse, but at, dude, at some point you keep pushing, pushing the Cowboys. You got Stephen A. talking out of his ass every freaking week about the Cowboys. Like, if if the Cowboys see themselves against the 49ers in the NFC Championship, yes, obviously, common sense tells you to go for the 49ers, but. You want to talk about a make or break for like an entire t- I don't know what would happen to the team if they lost this game. Like would Mike McCarthy still be the coach? Would Dak still be the quarterback? I don't know. Would Jerry I mean Jerry Jones isn't going anywhere, but um dude, this would I this would be probably one of the biggest games the Cowboys this would be the biggest game the Cowboys have had since nineteen ninety six when they played the Super Bowl. This would be the most watched game probably and decades absolutely. Uh, just because there's so much pressure on the cowboys here the 49ers consistently knock off the cowboys and you mentioned earlier the history of the playoffs you want to talk about history between two teams you talk about the 49ers and cowboys um i don't think if the cowboys get to this point i think they've gotten so much bad juju out of their system i don't think they screw this up i think they play one of the best games they've played the entire season in this matchup if they get here I'm also I don't going think, to be yeah. taking the Cowboys here. Yeah. That's that's me. Ravens and Cowboys. I mean, people oh. are going to tell people are going to call us crazy for picking the Cowboys over the 49ers. I don't really care. Yeah, true, but, true. Um, you know, you're, go make you're a never going to please everybody. No. Ravens and Cowboys for the Super Bowl. This would be awesome. <laughs> I think the Ravens would take it though, but <laughs> this would be sick. I, I do too. That's that's just <sighs> and. The total points that we could predict scored I mean, you, in the NFL playoffs. Ooh, well, I we just kind of yeah, I dude, you got to read I, the fine print. I thought I, I thought it was just the Super Bowl. <laughs> I gotta <laughs> right. change that. I gotta change that. I hope sure. you can't. I hope it's locked in. But like, we just kind of gloss over the whole Ravens Cowboys thing. Um, we definitely have some Cowboys listeners, and I obviously am a huge Cowboys fan. Um, but like, do you think? This is assuming the Ravens make it. If something happens, if, I don't know, the Browns miraculously beat the Ravens or like the Chiefs or the Bills knock off the Ravens, it's all of a sudden looking very, very doable for the Cowboys if they make the Super Bowl and if the Ravens aren't in that AFC spot. 
you potentially have a Cowboys Super Bowl win, but if they're playing the Ravens in, well, they'd be in Vegas. I don't know. It's unlikely, but man, they would shut up all the haters, wouldn't it? <laughs> if you're a Cowboys fan, it would. Like, oh, I won anything in 28 years. Blah, blah, blah. It would. Insane. But the Ravens are really good. Lamar Jackson is really good. This would be the two best quarterbacks in the NFL playing against each other. What did you put as a point? Oh, nice. What did you put as a point total? Fudge. Okay. <laughs> okay. I think you can go I, back to it if, if you go I back put, to your brackets. I put uh, – oh, shit. Okay. Okay, we'll so we had Browns. We had Chiefs. Okay. We had Bills. We had Chiefs. We had Ravens. We had Ravens. Okay. Oh, my god. We had gosh, Ravens. We had 49ers. We had Eagles. We had uh, Rams. We had Cowboys. We had Cowboys, I thought we had the Buccaneers. We had Wait, we had the Buccaneers. Oh, we had, we had Buccaneers. Yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Um, I put 600 points. Just that, that kind of averages out. <laughs> if, um, no, 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 it doesn't. That's not right. Uh, you're you're pretty close. 650. That's 50 yeah. points a game. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I did the same thing. I think um, – I don't remember what I put. It's probably going to be a little under that. I So I made two of these. I made one that was like 617 and another one that was like 673. Because you're probably gonna have some big scoring games, but okay. I am I am downloading this as the Water Boys bracket, and I am putting that on Twitter. Nice. This would be an awesome playoff series if this actually happened, though, huh? Oh yeah. If our totally. predictions played out. Totally, totally. Um. Okay. So that was our bracket, everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, hope you enjoyed, and let's go back to the news. Yeah. We have. The NFL top 10 draft order set. And Didn't for this, me. we have the number one pick going to the Chicago Bears, mm-hmm. the number two pick going to the Washington Commanders. Hey, first of all, let's congratulate the Carolina Panthers for getting the first pick and trading oh, that yeah. away. Oh, yeah. Congratulations, oh, yeah. Panthers. Oh, yeah. Um, unfortunate for them that they didn't actually end up uh retaining that pick because that mm-hmm. could have been the key to Bryce Young getting a number one option with Marvin Harrison Jr. out there. Mm-hmm. Um now he will go to another lucky suitor. Um so continuing on we have number three New England Patriots, number four Arizona Cardinals, number five Los Angeles Chargers, number six New York Giants, number seven Tennessee Titans, number eight Atlanta Falcons Number nine, Chicago Bears once again. And then number mm-hmm. 10, rounding it out with my New York Jets. Dude, the Bears with two picks. I'd love to see an NFL where the Bears are competitive, again, like really competitive. And you know yeah. what? I had planned that we would do an early mock draft, but I think it is too early for that. Let's mm-hmm. We can just go ahead and talk about, you know, these team needs going into the draft, mm-hmm. key teams. We don't have to talk about, you know, the yeah. Cardinals and all that, you yeah, know, yeah. Who, who really wants to see that. Um, <laughs> top few. Chicago the, Bears, the obviously, Bears. with two top 10 picks. I mm-hmm. thought I had seen a report that said that Caleb Williams and his camp wanted assurances that Chicago Bears would trade their number one pick, which went around all over Twitter, went viral. Uh, people were just going crazy over it. However, turned out to be a troll and fake report. Mm. So... <laughs> I, I mean, um, the fact that people believed it says a lot about Caleb Williams. But I don't see I don't see Justin Fields being the quarterback next year. 
That's all I have to say. This is a pretty heavy draft class for quarterbacks too. Yeah, I, I mean, I think he already pretty much said bye to everybody in like uh, their last oh, press really? conference or whatever. So kind of, you know. That's sad. It's, I don't it's think sad, it's his last year but, in the NFL. By any oh, means, absolutely but. not. I think that he is going to find himself on a team that obviously is looking for a quarterback, but just mm-hmm. with a different system. Some people, some teams out there that might like more mobile quarterbacks. He's 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 a right. great talent. He is. I'll say that. Um, and he's I think, yeah, he's definitely still young. And I think, I think his, is, is, he has better days ahead of him, I hope. Dude, you know, it'd be uh, crazy. The Giants obviously need a quarterback, but, um, that'd be kind of nuts. Or the Falcons. I don't know. There's going to be a lot of places he could go to. He'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. He'll be fine. Um, but that means that, I mean, it's pretty obvious uh, Caleb Williams is going to end up a Chicago Bear, I would imagine, uh-huh. uh, unless, you know, he kind of pulls some some messed up stuff in the meantime. But Hey, don't uh, put it past him. No, don't I wouldn't. Don't put it past him. I, I uh, do you think Caleb Williams had, like, the most detrimental, like, extra year than any college quarterback as well? I mean, it should be, year. but – it should be, but people still have him slated as the locked, like number yeah. one draft talent. Which I don't know. Me personally, I think that's going to end up being uh, inevitably like not a a good uh, mm-hmm. like pick. It, kind of like another Bryce Young situation, you could imagine. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I think that you know he's not as he's not as talented as people are saying he is really well maybe not 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 as talented but he's not he's not gonna contribute to team success he's it doesn't seem like he's that much of a team player right it's like it's gonna be the locker room thing i'm the guy the guy that comes to mind maybe early 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 baker mayfield or like kind of johnny manzel ish uh he's extremely talented but yeah i don't know there's just been some things coming out i don't know what's true what's not with with this guy but Mm. yeah yeah I, and then you look at a guy like cj stroud who's like extremely soft-spoken and just like looks super down to earth just a, seems like a great guy yeah totally that's the kind of intangible you want and then number two the commanders i feel like they're also obviously looking for a quarterback uh drake may is the likely pick here from unc which i might have zach wilson ptsd but like I feel like I feel like that type of uh pick is I don't know. Hey, and let's me. not forget uh, Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera's out too. So you could see a whole top to bottom change to the commanders. And you know, call me crazy and I'm just gonna come out and say it. It's always been my belief that I'm just I just don't like white quarterbacks as much. <laughs> like <laughs> is that seriously from like, your experience as a quarterback. <laughs> You couldn't uh, throw the ball more than twenty yards in your real games. Hey, <laughs> Chat, this I, is true. But but I can run. But I can run. That's you can run. That's all. That's all I got going run. for me. Um, and then that sets up a great New England Patriots opportunity to get Marvin Harrison Junior. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If they're smart. If they're yeah. smart. Um, obviously, they're looking for a quarterback too. Everybody pretty much in the top yeah, three years looking for a quarterback and. But there's plenty to go around. Maybe too. the Patriots are a great 
trade candidate for uh, Justin Fields. Maybe so. Well, with that, that new era in town, yeah. he would have a number one option in Marvin Harrison Jr. And Ezekiel Elliott seemed to have a good season, and I'm sure he's returning. So you got Mr. Mayonnaise too coming in at the coach. No I more like Bill I like that for them. I, I like do too. For them. It's gonna be a bright upside for that team. Talking about my New York Jets uh, having the number ten pick, um, that would be great because we could easily get an offensive tackle at that slot. There's also been talk of Roma Dunze from the uh, from Washington going there, maybe as an mm. option for Aaron Rodgers. Um, depends to see what their vision is, but I could also see Rome going over to the Chicago Bears too to be a number one option for Caleb Williams. Yeah. So, um, great. A uh, great set of draft talent in that top 10 uh, opportunities for talent in that top 10. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking forward to it. And I'm sure closer to the draft, everyone a mock draft will be coming out. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm looking through here at the other top 10 picks. You got the chargers. Obviously they have their quarterback that they like. They fired their head coach. They're looking for a different direction. New York giants. They're looking for a quarterback. I mean, what do the Chargers even need? I see, like, I see in their like future, maybe even a trade down opportunity here. Potentially, potentially, Um, I could see that, but they do need a coach, that's for sure, dude. Bill Belichick to the Chargers, that'd be nuts. Or like, can't draft a coach, unfortunately. No, I know, I know, but what I'm saying is just like that team with Bill Belichick. Ooh, that'd be sick. Um, Or he could ruin um, Justin Herbert, one way or the other. I don't know. Uh, let's see. Who else? Like we said, Harbaugh out of Michigan. That'd be cool to see. There's so many. Dude, do you remember like not not necessarily an off season, but let's just say like a carousel season as like eventful as this just between no, college? And- not, not really, because I also feel like this hasn't been a thing in like except for recent years because mm-hmm. like teams are so fickle about how much they want to succeed and please the fans and also like people just chasing bags and stuff we've talked about so many times but i feel like in the past it's always been like you've got you've got your guy as your coach and that's who you're going to be stuck with for basically five to ten years so right right now i mean i've always wondered this too it's like and this is the same thing for the nba if like you're an owner or just a fan base it's like what do you if you're not competing for a Super Bowl or an NBA championship, like what do you want out of the season? Like it's great. And my my example here is like the Steelers, Mike Tomlin. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that guy's like there's some crazy stat. Like I don't think he's ever gone below a 500 uh, winning average for a season. Oh wow! Like yeah, it's like insane. But like you want to talk about like the Steelers that have just been kind of stuck in like second gear. Like, yeah, you can keep winning eight or nine games a season, but what does that get you? You know, yeah. like you're never yeah. like competing for the Super Bowl, really. And it, yeah, and it's crazy to me because like those types of coaches never get fired. But mm-hmm. coach that like from the beginning of the season, you already know that this team's going to be one of the bottom five teams in the league, right. or bottom 10 teams in the league. They're kind of just like their futures, like their fate is mm-hmm. like already set for them because yeah. they just are in a in a shitty situation when it comes to the players that's why you have the draft like why do you just kind of go to automatically firing that coach if you're if you are in arizona for example Mm -hmm. and like you have tyler murray injured for the year 
are you really blaming the coach for not having a good yeah, season? Exactly. And exactly. also, what type of fan base is even in Arizona? Who cares? <laughs> Rip, dude. There you go, Arizona listeners. Hey, by the way, which I just found out, which is pretty cool, we have like several viewers in Spain. I'm not sure if people are really in Spain really like us or they're I don't I really don't know. But shout hey, out shout to out to you guys. Shout yeah. out to them. We love your tapas. Mm-hmm. And uh mm-hmm. the sangria. And, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, the sangria, the wine. Yeah. Of course, okay. of course. Uh the other one I was gonna say, the other coach, um, Mike Vrabel. What did the Titans end up finishing at? Uh, that was a kind of shocker to me that Mike Vrabel. Yeah, got yeah, fired. because he's uh, he's like the hottest coaching candidate that's available right now. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Not, fi- not physically, not. Uh, coaching wise. Um, yeah, but uh, hey, man. obviously, a lot of people see what you're giving away when it comes to who you're firing. So it's like it's right. like. The Titans, obviously, they introduced a new quarterback this year. They're trying to retain Derrick Henry as their like marquee mm-hmm. guy. Like, yeah, but he did you see that last like that last sequence of the game where he was like saying goodbye to everyone and just like daffing everybody up? Oh yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, he could he could very well be gone. It's a new era over there. Uh, I'm not sure what type of running back talent is out there in the draft, but could definitely replace him. Yeah, but yeah, my point is that like Vrabel is obviously a good coach. Teams want him. He is like, mm-hmm. and yeah. good coaches aren't always easy to come by. So, no. I mean, what gives? With a more talented roster, he would he would have done just fine. But the Titans just weren't weren't too talented, like all around to compete that well. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. I guess pretty much it for. I guess what we wanted to cover for the draft. You got anything else? Uh, no, not really. That's uh, that's it for me for the NFL. Um, obviously, football is very exciting right now, but we got to talk about the NBA because trade mm-hmm. deadline is fast approaching. We are two days from the Wimby's first triple double. Wimby watch. Uh, okay, Wimby. we're doing Wimby watch first. He got a triple that's double. That's all I gotta say. First triple double. That's one of the most efficient players I've ever seen. I think like. You can consistently get a double double for sure and play like 15, 20 minutes in a game for sure. Um, and yeah, nothing really much else going on exciting for the Spurs. We have two days from now is the uh, is the uh, I guess date where people who sign their some of their contracts in the summer are able to be traded now. So we're going to see a lot of activity over the next week or so. The hot names on the market obviously zach levine we've talked about him many times uh let's see where he goes nothing new there but pascal siakam is likely going to be traded because uh after they had traded away uh who was it uh, og Ananobi, uh pascal siakam seems to be the next to go there are several teams interested in in him the main one being the warriors as they need an, uh they're looking for an offensive minded big seven footer type guy um and he can score, so looks like that's a that's a pretty good fit for him over in Golden State. But the big one, uh, which I kind of didn't really expect to be the big one, is DeJounte Murray. Mm-hmm. Several teams currently in advanced talks for De- DeJounte Murray, including the Lakers, Knicks, Sixers, Heat, Pistons, Raptors, Spurs. So I get the hot- vibe. Well, I want to hear this. Were you about to say a hot take? A hot commodity. Uh, on the market is, is what I was going to say. Is. Um, I, I get the vibe that he just doesn't like being 
uh, like the second guard to Trey Young. No, he he definitely the best that it's brought out of him is when he's the lead ball handler. Yeah. Obviously he's one of the best perimeter defenders in the league and he is a point of attack type guy that he can get his own bucket. So he needs to go to a place where he is that lead ball handler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that the best options for that would be either the Lakers or the Spurs. So we can kind of break that down a little bit. Obviously, the Mm -hmm. Spurs he used to play for, and they shipped him off for a great package. Obviously, he would be going for a much lesser package right now Mm -hmm. because the Hawks just need to get off his his deal, like get get him off the books and get him to another team. So could be highway robbery for the Spurs, who already got a great return for him and going to be getting him for less again. Um, And the problem with this, though, that I kind of don't, really like is that the spurs are already slated for a top pick in a draft that has it's just it's just oozing with point guard talent so are you really going to bring in Dejounte murray who you traded away Mm -hmm. to just kind of have him be on a team where he can't first of all he's never competed in his life really like in his whole career he's never competed so He's been on a Spurs, or he was on a Spurs team that obviously was like not going anywhere at the time. Uh, but the Spurs have like so many draft picks, like so many. Like they could build four teams with all their draft picks they have in the next five, ten years or whatever. I mean, just get get some of them away. I think Dejounte Murray would be. A, I think Murray would actually be an excellent point guard for Wimby. I think he would actually pass him the ball. I think. Yeah. I mean that's that's everybody not, else in the Spurs. That's a low bar to set, but <laughs> I know you're not wrong. But dude, uh, like Wimby, Vassell, Murray, all of a sudden you got a you got a little big three that you're cooking up there, right? Vassell balls. We all know that. Wimby balls. Uh, Murray, Murray could be an excellent point guard there, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, I I, I could definitely see it. Uh, it just depends what his his wants are. Yeah. Uh, supposedly he would want to play for either the Lakers or the heat. That mm-hmm. is, uh, I believe the latest information that we have, the Lakers are, uh, the team that are in the furthest progressed talks for him. Mm-hmm. Obviously the big, uh, the big deal breaker for the Lakers is not to trade away Austin Reeves, which yeah. the Hawks probably want just depends about whether or not the Hawks are going to stand on business when it comes to that. Um, so, uh, really, just a matter of who's gonna get who's gonna break on the Austin Reeves situation. Right. Uh, but other than that, it seems to be a done like a done deal. Uh, they would probably agree to something over that. Um, Dude, what happened to the Lakers? As a Lakers fan, I want to hear it. I want to hear it from you. What happened? Well, I, I well, yeah. You need a shoulder to cry on. <sighs> I mean, I'm not. I'm not. Eleventh in the Western worried. Conference. We are kind of a rat around 500 and it's a tight race out there for kind of like those, those top uh, bottom playoff spots, playing spots. Uh, we LeBron and the Lakers players Don't have come out and this. said they're standing by Darvin ham. Don't give me a diplomatic answer. Don't give me a little corporate diplomatic answer. The I point hear is, how I'm, you feel. the point is I'm, I'm sad, but I'm not worried because I believe <laughs> that we will get DeJounte Murray. That is that is what I think is, is going to happen. Mm-hmm. So I would say we just wait till after the trade deadline. Uh, and then, then I would be able to really define my opinion. 
I see. Same thing with I don't like that we're losing. The Warriors suck no, too right now. Warriors also suck. Um, the Warriors are bad right now. I don't think that any trade, even for Pascal Siakam, is going to move the needle for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and then the teams that are doing well, the Jazz are rolling right now. The Pelicans are rolling right now, and the Clippers, which and we talked about in one of our first episodes. We were sort of wrong about that as as of right now. Uh, yeah. They had a slow start, but James Harden has been starting the, to gel. The best, like I mean, third piece that they could have gotten, I guess, with uh, with how their asset situation was going. So he's he's being a great third fiddle to Paul George and Kawhi. It just remains to be seen: are we going to get all the whole season, including the playoffs, of Paul George, Kawhi, and James Harden? Uh, my did we overreact? Like, did we overreact on James Harden? I mean, obviously we overreacted. Yeah, it's maybe. a long season. Fine. Like we could definitely come back here by playoff time and see. Oh, the Clippers suck now. So they like, also just signed Kawhi. Anything so like week a... to week can change. Yeah, they re-signed Kawhi to an extension, so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. He's going to stay there and continue w. continue eating up uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> their their salary cap. You know. And, you don't like Kawhi, my boy? No. I do not like Kawhi. Mm. Not a fan of Kawhi. Never have been. Never will be. Um I just don't I just don't like his play style, but that's just me. Um I don't like how he how he defaced my whole franchise, my Spurs franchise. Yeah. But if you're a Clippers fan and you got Harden, Paul George, and Kawhi, you gotta be pretty excited. Yeah. Definitely got to be excited. Obviously, you don't have the big man depth to compete against a team like the Nuggets with the Joker out there. So hopefully, maybe they can do something around the trade deadline or maybe in the buyout market to strengthen their big man depth. Mm -hmm. Uh, But they're looking good right now. Uh, What remains to be seen for a lot of these teams is just that, look, like we got to wait till the end of the season to actually give our real real stamp on, on what, what they're doing because mm-hmm. week to week anything can change. The Lakers went on a huge losing streak after winning the end season tournament. So really the NBA is so volatile. Anything can happen. And right now teams are doing what they're doing. It is. Yep. And uh, as the season progresses, we'll definitely be tracking it more. Like, like we said earlier, football is obviously pretty much the priority right now, just because, uh, we're just coming off the national championship in college, and we also are starting up the playoffs, which we just had the first snap happen not too long ago. The Browns, mm-hmm. Houston, Texans just mm-hmm. started. So let's uh, uh, let's go ahead and watch those, everybody. Everybody, get on their TVs. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that, before we close out, do you have anything else? Do you have anything else? Another like a little something that cool that our viewers may like is we should since we obviously have this like podcasting platform whatever you want to call it maybe we could watch one of these games and almost be like a like the radio show of the game or like just broadcast yeah, like a or, simulcast uh, type of thing yeah like a oh, little we'll do yeah we could we could definitely do that obviously we can't show the footage but anybody's welcome to tune in with us and get our uh get our live reactions uh if we choose to do that at some yeah. point you'll hear uh, two brain cells trying to uh work together which would be yeah. pretty entertaining yeah, uh, I don't have anything else other than if if our viewers haven't heard our last episode, you should definitely go check it out. Great, interview, great interview. Great interview. We had Darian Starling on the show, former UTSA player. He actually played for Larry Coker 
in the inaugural season at UTSA, which is awesome. He also has his own um, YouTube channel called Darian Starling, and he's a host of the podcast uh, Roadrunners Unfiltered. Uh, regardless if you're a UTSA fan or not, if if you're a football fan and want to hear like the inside takes and like perspective of a of a former player, you should definitely go check it out. Uh, we do have a very big, another very big interview lined up. We're in the works right now. Not really in the works. We're just kind of waiting for for the, the playoffs right to kind of. We're waiting for the right time. We want to cover the NFL playoffs first and. We're looking to target after the NFL playoffs to have a very, very big guest on the show. So be sure to stay tuned in to our XXX, to our YouTube, YouTube, whatever else, Instagram, TikTok, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Twitch, everything. We're on everything. We're on everything. So tap in with us, follow us, get our content. And yeah, with that, pretty much all I got. Yeah, signing off. See ya.